You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 170 of Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast. I am your host, Sinan Sporting, live from New York City. As always, a rainy, cloudy, gray... It almost feels like... Uh, I don't know how about, how about where you are, but... It almost feels like it's the rain, fall is coming, yeah. right? It, it, just lately, it's like, I don't know, it's got that fall feeling rather than spring, you know? So, um, perhaps we're foretelling, we're speaking of things to come. So, uh, as well as rain in gray weather, we have Besiktas to discuss. Uh, we have, of course, what was it? Just, excuse me, uh, absolutely gigantic derby against Galatasaray. Um, away, you know, it's worth mentioning. Uh, an away game at the Turk Telecom Arena. Although that's never too far away, and especially without fans. Although, you know, and, and, and I don't want to be a hypocrite here. Like, I think all of us all of us have been sort of circumventing the rules with, in this way. But, like, inviting executives and probably executives' families <laughs> and stuff, you really end up feeling like a whole kind of rafter <laughs> of, uh, I don't know, and so glad that I had a very vocal, large audience somehow, despite the rules. And oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, so um, alongside me today <laughs> is the Akman, who's back, Evron. Um, how are you doing, first of all? I'm doing all right, I mean, I've already spoken, so. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I didn't even probably. It is but, raining when I'm here. Yeah, exactly, geez, sorry. It's been a long. It's been a long weekend. Uh, but so, Evron, um, do you have? Did you notice the fan thing? I, I was trying to get like um, a little off the cover. Yeah, when I when I was when I was watching at at some point, like it was like, do they have fans in the stands? Like because it was like very clearly not the bench yelling. Um, but um, it wasn't like obviously the same as like you know the full stadium on a derby day. So. Of course, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, let's, as we typically do, and so, again, it's great to have everyone back. Um, <clears throat> although we, we still hope you can uh, make it. And we, we believe in you. I'm sure you will. Um, so forever, how, however long we do have you back, it's good to have you back. And so, let's talk about, as we always do, our, our rivals, our opponents first. And so... This week we have Galatasaray. Coming into our match, they were undefeated six six matches in a row. Their last match was a victory against Genshin really on the in, on the road in Ankara, two nil or, or nil two, I suppose. Um, they you know that's big for because Genshin was fighting is I guess still fighting to get out of the relegation zone. 
Uh, before that, they beat Konyaspor at home 1-0. Um, they, they beat Antalyaspor on, on the road, also 0-1. Uh, uh, they drew Trabzonspor 1-1, one one, and then they beat Gustebe 1-3. So, um, clearly they came into this match in good form. You know, before that they drawn Fatih Karagumruk 1-1. So their last defeat was at the hands of Hatayspor, uh, who were actually down a man, and still beat them 3-0, which is interesting because we... Absolutely destroyed Hatayspor. If anyone needs to remember where we're coming from, uh, we just we just wrecked Hatayspor seven nil historic victory. Um, so yeah, that's you know some a funny note there perhaps. Um, but yeah, let me Evran, let me hand you the mic for a minute. Talk to us about the lineup first of all. Uh, run us through it, and then um, yellow card sort of info. Who is any? Who could like? miss our, our next match and stuff like that you know if you have yeah. that opportunity um like Gallo's lineup or our lineup uh, you can do both I guess okay you, why not I guess this yeah. is a big enough match yeah I mean they had a pretty standard 11 um, but they had uh, Mr. Falcao the highest paid player in the league who was finally <laughs> fit enough to start a game uh, so this is his first start in a while um previous games uh Halil Dervisholu played and uh, Mohammed has been relegated to the bench um, but the rest was pretty standard uh, Jedson Fernandes has been one of the key players so he's been kind of like the staple in the midfield and they, they rotate a little bit but basically the same idea um our pink-headed friend Mr. Bobble was there and then um <laughs> uh, no Lundama he was on the bench I guess that was like the main change if you remember him last derby he was quite involved so yeah i was um relieved to be honest not to see mohammed who i know is sort of off form but still strikes me as being more dangerous than falcao uh at least in action you know maybe penalty kicks aside <laughs> um <clears throat> and then also i i have been sort of quietly impressed by I don't know if he's really a youngster per se, but uh, Kerem Akturkolu, uh, who has had some pretty good performances for them. Yeah, late, he's, so. he's my age, so we're gonna say he's a youngster to make myself feel better. No, that that's that's legit. Like Turkish young, you know, in quotes for me is like 23. You know, so like no, that that's still that's still good. That, that, yeah, so good. That's not good actually, because he's he's a Galatasaray player, but. Um, yeah, he seems like a threat, and I don't like... I'm, I was glad not to see those two guys out there, basically. I thought we were kind of getting there. I think they're trying to make this Falcao thing work, and I, 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 I feel like that could have been to our benefit. Or at least that's how I felt coming into this. But with that said, now, and you haven't talked about our lineup, we were coming in severely weakened. So, you know, even, even if I felt good about those two things, I, I don't think... I felt that good about the whole lineup. So, so uh, tell us about our lineup. Um, yeah, everyone predicted the uh, eleven correctly this week because there was nothing to predict. Um, Erson in goal, Rosier, Wellington, Vida, and Sako the back line. Um, Joseph Lajatiba, Gezal, Laren, and Gekantera was the attack because Onkudu picked up an another injury. Abubakar was still out. 
obviously hostage and jank were still out Oles han did not recover um so we didn't really and then mensa picked up an injury as, as well um so basically we had no offensive options outside of the ones on the field um, on the bench we had nejib dorukan ridvan bilal and sardar um, not sure if i said yeah, i think i said nejib but um Perhaps. basically oh, and montero also so just all defensive players on the bench I think the argument could be made that if there was an error made by the front office, it was letting all of the kind of fringe guys like Umut and uh, what's the dude's T- name? Tyler the Boyd. Atakan. Yeah, Tyler Boyd too. Atakan Boyd lens. Uh, so guys like that who you know were thinking, oh well, they'll get playing time somewhere else. But obviously, as this could have been yeah. Mr. Goodman shot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or at least Atakan, you know, someone who could come in as a substitute and maybe make an impact, um, and at least just play a position that's you know where where they belong in attack. Uh, anyway, so yeah, obviously we were severely weakened by injury, uh, and this is it's worth noting. Getcom was not completely fit either. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and this is sort of a running theme for us, late season, obviously, now. Uh, I've, and, well, anyway, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do all this sort of rounding up stuff after the match. <clears throat> so let's talk about the match. Um, right out of the gates, I was feeling the nerves, and I could only, I, I could tell there was like a hesitance. Um, it, like the guy's legs were heavy, but even still, it was actually just in the first minute that... Besiktas scores, <laughs> although technically I guess they didn't. Um, free kick by Gazal uh, finds Wellington. What tell us about it, Efren? Yeah, I mean it was a real, real quick started off kickoff. Um, played a couple one twos. Laren was in a good space, and then Donk took him out. Um, referee Mr. Janine said no yellow card. Probably was the first minute, and then from the resulting free kick, Wellington heads it nice into the top corner, but. He was like maybe two, three inches offside. So, did not stand. Unfortunately. Maybe. You know, I'm starting to, um, ever since the last VAR thing where um, Atiba found Gokan Tode and they, and they waved off that goal. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that his foot and the ball were sort of um, covered by a defender so they could basically like start or stop it at any point without us really knowing if the ball had left his foot and so I wondered like they could machinate that you know I mean it's a little it's a little yeah. tinfoily but you know um, <clears throat> I did notice that on like when they stopped the ball from Gezal's like free kick it looked a little bit late like, exactly and then it on late. the next play it feels like it happens a little early, perhaps. And again, the the the, the ball and the foot are obscured, so they kind of get away with it. Um, I guess first in a, in a six minute, Robin Bobble gets a yellow card. I'll mention, but uh, in the tenth minute, Gedson, uh, with a little delay uh, or a little help from VAR delay, uh, or they, they they I think run it a little early in this case. Um, Pause it a little early. Finds Babel. It's waved offside, by the way. Babel scores. I guess tell us, tell us about this, everyone. 
Yeah, so uh, Jensen Fernandes, who's on loan from Benfica, um, he's a Portuguese youngster, uh, <clears throat> takes a trick out of Quaresma's book, um, hits a nice Chavela through ball to Bobble, kind of like bounces up off his um, first touch. Uh, he still gets onto the second touch. Maybe Ederson could have been quicker, but certainly the uh, the defensive line probably should not have been broken so easily. Um, and he slots the ball under Ederson, um, and then they raise a the flag, and then we stop. But then the replay comes in, and the and the you know the initial time that they stopped the ball, I didn't really check to see if that was correct. I just trusted them. It looked onside, and then VAR said it was onside. So yeah. I don't think they ever th showed the lines drawn though. Like they just said it's. So on on BN Sport, uh, BN USA, we got the, the the headliner match. We were on cable TV here. So um, we also got Eric Krakauer and Thomas Rungan uh, announcing. And <clears throat> Krakauer seemed to think the goal was going to stand. Uh, or was gonna, you know, the offside was gonna be reversed. Rongen wasn't so sure. Uh, he said it would be a matter of inches, could look maybe an arm or something like that. Uh, but you know, my first instinct, I think, I think they, I think they, uh, they paused that VAR, VAR a little early, and they could kind of get away with it. And all the images show them sort of separate. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's conspiratorial. I don't want to get like I don't want to do that. You know. Our rivals have been whining and moaning about refs. I guess let's just not even uh, capitulate in that sense. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. One to one. I, th I think or, I no, think sorry, we'll, one we'll save nil. our complaints for the uh, for the later call. That was just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's let's go there. So one nil. I said one to one because I forgot our uh, our goal was called up. Marcal gets the yellow card. Gazal with a free kick deep right finds Kyle Laren on what should have been a goal in the 14th minute. He heads Laren it just wide. Whiffed. I think he whiffed the header and the ball was oh, kind of. Yeah, I, I think thought he, he, like, just, I thought he plunked it wide, but. Yeah, but it was um, it was a golden chance. Either way, it was an F as far as failures go. Um, Joseph gets a yellow in the 30th minute. Is that important for our next man? No, he just got. He's not. Yeah, he just got suspended. So he's fine. Um, 37 minutes is where we get some action. Uh, tell us about a penalty here. And so, I guess, so, all right, what happens is we have a corner. Um, Atiba and, was it Donk? Donk, yeah. Yeah. They have a sort of interaction. First, Atiba and, I mean, you could say Atiba initiates, but it's before play starts, right? Yeah. So, Atiba uh, runs the mic up to him. Like, he starts running towards the goal to then peel off um, towards the near post. Um, so he like puts his hands on his chest and pushes a little. That's before the corner kick is actually taken. So then later, Atiba runs away from him as Gezel, I think it was Gezel comes to take the corner kick. Donk starts pulling his shirt a little bit here. Let's go, pulls it again, and then shows Atiba go down penalty. But what they don't really show the initial replay is that at the very end, Donk also steps on Tiba's calf, like yeah, on his Achilles. So that's probably why the penalty was given because, like, the, the shirt pulls was like 
wasn't like you know we, we've seen a lot worse not given so it was kind of like you know he did pull a shirt but it wasn't that much but then at the end he's like steps on his foot yeah exactly. uh, please calf thing and then um, that was like incongruence with the shirt point exactly no i thought it was a fairly clear penalty honestly especially when you consider <clears throat> that uh atiba's contact with dunk is before play has started so they can't go that far back right it's like <clears throat> a separate incident essentially <clears throat> but so penalties called rashid gazelle steps up i mean it's really the perfectly placed penalty i think even if muslayer goes the right way it's it's into the side netting just yeah, he perfect. took this like the same penalty technique as last time where he opens up his hips and then hits it across his body on both times to sent the keeper the wrong way so maybe yeah. they'll start figuring out but not yet so Hopefully we don't need it to happen too much more. Uh, we can just score a ton of goals the right way, clean. Uh, and we don't need. I I'd like as little um, ref interaction as possible, frankly. Um, <clears throat> anyway, goal one to one, and we're feeling a little better now, all of us. And I, and I think because look, like we all know that a, a loss is a possibility here. Galatasaray is it's like their back is against the wall. It's do or die for them now. Um, they're playing really well. It's clear that they, they want to win this at this point. <clears throat> but so by us scoring that goal, it's sort of, I, I think we can all relax a little bit. And, and, and uh, you know, of course we still want to win it and, and we're feeling like that's a possibility again. But more so, it's like, okay, they're not going to run away with this thing. And that's where this game could have been dangerous. Because even if we lost this, we knew we still had, because we had that six-point advantage going into it. Uh, we knew we could sort of weather that. It was really a matter of making sure they don't catch up to us on the goal differential. We had a plus seven, I believe. Is that right, everyone? I'm not 100% sure, but we definitely had a, a healthy advantage. Um, I know it's plus six as it stands, so I think we had more than seven goals yeah, advantage. Yeah, must have been even more than that, yeah. Um, so, anyway, one to one. Dunk gets uh, what should have been a second yellow card uh, in the 40th minute, uh, but then in the 43rd minute, and I hand you the mic, Evron. What? What? Yeah, Gala had a free kick. Um, I think that was when Sakala gave got a book for that. Um, so they in swinger. Looks like they're about to score. Misses, and then there's a whistle. Janae comes sprinting in to give the penalty. Um, seems quite excited. <laughs> Not joking. Um, but uh, like yeah, he, and then the replay show that it was Falcao and Atiba. Atiba gave away the penalty, so Falcao was kind of like running towards the box, or the you know running into the box to get to the ball. I think he realized he couldn't get to the ball, and then kind of like stopped and backed into Atiba. And then for some reason, Atiba like wraps his arms around him, like he doesn't like drag him to the floor, but just like when the contact happens he wraps his arms around him like a bear honestly i think and it's like he's almost like he's trying to kind of move around him you know what i mean he's yeah. just kind of like putting his arms you know in the way you'd pass someone at like a party so to speak you know what i mean like so um i think it's just like a timing thing falcao just drops right when it looks like he's like hugging him when in fact but i think he's just barely making yeah so it, it was kind of like a little bit of a con job but when you the way it looked in the replay, they were like, "Yeah, he, they, he, if he didn't wrap his arms around him, I don't think he gets the penalty." But, but once it was like, "Wow, it looks like he just hugged him and dragged him to the floor," kind of thing. 
But. And you could argue that there's some like makeup call action yeah. at work because ours was like a little close. Uh, at least if you don't see the stepping the up Achilles action yeah. there. Um, anyway, so Falcao steps up, scores, blah blah blah. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Two to one. Um, and Nzakala and Atiba get yellow cards here for uh, arguing, I think. Um, no, Nzakala was, was booked for the, for the free kick before the penalty, and then Atiba was booked for the penalty. And Atiba also was suspended. There you go. That's so I thought maybe I had that wrong. Um, Atiba was arguing, right? Did he get the no, card there, for there the w- penalty he, or for arguing? He got it for the penalty. Oh, okay. I thought it might have been arguing. Um, anyway, but so. Uh, yeah, as you said, Atiba's out for the next match. Hopefully we can weather that. I mean, in Do- honestly, Dodokan's in pretty decent form, so I don't mind him getting a little action. At least we have someone to play there. Um, anyway, uh, halftime. Oh, please. Uh, halftime. Two to one. We're down in the Turk Telecom Arena. You're hoping Sergei Yeltsin put some fire under these... I was going to curse. Uh, under these guys' is behind. Um, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem to happen. No subs, but then again, like what subs can be made? Uh, no hotbed of activity coming out of the gates. I mean, am I forgetting anything ever? No, the, the tempo was, like, was definitely dropped in the second half. It was almost like was- both sides were... Like, Galatasaray was like, well, we need goals, but on the other hand, at least we're getting a win, you know? And, and like, Besiktas was like, well, at least we're not giving them that many goals. It almost, like, seemed like both sides were resigned to kind of taking this type of result. Um, first action would be actually in the 55th minute with... What's the dude's first name? Josemir Sarachi? Yeah. Um, and he did some... He did a lot. He did a lot. <laughs> you could say uh, curving and dribbling and juking and uh, making a lot of guys look like fools and putting on actually a fairly good shot on goal. But he did not do quite enough uh, insofar as he did not account for a superstar goalkeeper by the name of Ersin Destanolu coming with what could have been a huge save uh, in the 55th, 55th minute. Uh, any notes on that? Um, no, I just, I just remember he, Arson came out pretty quick and closed down the angle. Um, it looked like for like half a second, it was like, oh, here comes the goal. And then he just, you know, very rapidly closed down the angle and suffocated the chance. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, then, so, I mean, things are not looking good. Gokan Tore is clearly not feeling it. Probably injured, you know. I think probably yeah, I think because he, I think of the he has like a mu- definitely has a muscular injury. Like the whole time, his his stride was quite choppy and short. Yeah. Um, he never like broke out into a full sprint the entire time, which is not like him. Um, kind of like that first strikers, time. Though. Remember after Nkudu was injured earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and he came back yeah. that first time, and it was like, oh, he didn't yeah. look like he was playing right. And obviously, <laughs> he sort of he got back in form and everything. But yeah, and he um, had that choppy running. So. Remember? Yeah, that was like scary. I was like, why are we even playing? <laughs> Uh, anyway, so first sub would be Dodokan coming in for Gokan Tore. Uh, that was in the 62nd minute. In the 63rd minute, Onyekuru would get himself a yellow card and then be subbed out for the guy I said I was sort of 
afraid of Kerem Akturkoglu. Uh, 66th minute. Ooh, this was actually kind of interesting. We finally had a good counter-attack. Kyle Lahren with a lovely ball for Rashid Ghazal to run onto. And the dude's lack of uh, a right foot cost us dearly. Uh, just a really poor, no, sputtering like finish. He uses right foot. Yeah, and clearly that's why, you know. <laughs> uh, we'd prefer if he didn't do it again. Um, so that was a shame. And I think for a, for a guy who came under a lot of flack from the likes of Murat Uzen and stuff, like, pe people may have forgotten that Kyle Laren, like, had he assisted that goal, it would be a slightly different narrative around his performance. Uh, that could have equalized it. Um, anyway, 71st minute... Nedjip would enter the match for Adem Ljajic. And this, for me, is where I begin to question things. Uh, and it's not like... I, I mean, I get it. Ljajic is not playing that well. He's... Uh, you want to make sure he's not exhausted. We have another match on Tuesday. Um, but at the same time, we're, it's where we go back and we're going defensive. Uh, and then... Say what? He had four defensive minutes instead of three on today. Yeah. Um... I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to do Rick. with that. <laughs> I don't know how to compute that. Seventy-third um, minute. Glad said I would get a little fancy. Arza Turan coming on for Brian Babel, and then a minute later, of course, because they're little snakes. Emre Kilinch for uh, Emre Akbaba. A bunch of Emre's. Uh, and then the seventy-third minute, I think, or seventy-second, or maybe seventy-fourth, something around there. Uh, a questionable call. Um, we make another actually decent counterattack that looks like it's gone awry, but Atiba actually sort of rescues the play, and we have what looks like a promising attack going, and then suddenly a whistle. Uh, you want to talk about that, Evron? Yeah, uh, so uh, Dorukan's about to cross into the box. Um, he's like by himself on the wing. Atiba, you know kept the ball in play and they call a goal kick um replay showed uh wasn't even touching the line it was like eight inches inside of the play the uh so <laughs> me and usa guys immediately were like nope that's not out of bounds like uh it seemed blatantly obvious just a terrible yeah, call especially when you have var you say like if you're not 100 percent sure you just wait so if it does go in it'll be canceled Apparently he was 100% sure the ball was out um, when it wasn't even 1% touching the line, let, let alone 1% out. It was like it had to be an extra foot further for it to even be out um, at least, but you know, apparently it was out of bounds. So. Yeah, and then Tebow I mean, started screaming, but then I think he realized he didn't want to get sent off and he kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and then off. on the literally on the ensuing play, again, I'll just let you... Keep going, everyone. What happened there? Yeah, I, I, I don't exactly remember because I think I was freaking out. Um, like, I kind of blacked out at that point. <laughs> um, literally, like, as Gala goes down the other side and scores and makes a 3-1 through Arda Turan, I think it was, it was like a rebound or something. But, um, you know, I, I was like, you know, we were about to have an attacking chance and then literally in the same run of play from the goal kick they scored. Um, and like the, the kind of nail in the coffin goal where it's like uh, it's the 75th minute after celebrations like the 77th 
Uh, we're down two goals at this point, and we're, we're struggling to get Four anything going as it is. Um, yeah, four defensive midfields is just... <sighs> this, yeah, this was certainly the low point of my weekend, I can say. Uh, right about this moment here. Um, 88th minute, Rivan Yilmaz comes on for Atiba. And at that point, I actually wonder, why was he not one of the first guys to come on yeah. when we needed some sort of attacking, I mean, whatever. I've always said he's not like the best attacking player, but at the very least, over in a net. pinch or like yeah. <laughs> con considering that Insakala was like our most active attacking player, yeah. which is never good. Um, then put him on left back and have Insakala like whatever it is, like sort it out, you know. But to yeah, just no, put out I, three, I, four defensive midfielders. I didn't understand why he didn't come on. Like I thought he would have been the first or second sub. You know, he's got a lot of energy. Yeah, and very especially after after contributing his first goal very recently, you know in this role actually that we're talking about so i uh yeah that's a shame that was a very large huge bad big shame i'm not gonna put too much on on sergen either because again he's working with very little but again i, I mean i've been critical of my guy's subs from the get-go um and, yeah. and even some of his, his lineup decisions obviously he's got his hands tied here but you can question the order i guess uh, anyway, so yeah, that's it in the 88th minute. 92nd minute, Halil Dervisolo comes on for Jedson, who objectively is my, he might have had the the best match ahead of anyone on the field, no? Yeah, he was he was quite good. Good thing that they don't own him, so. Yeah, hopefully he can get the oh. F out of Turkey next year, <laughs> bastard. Um, so yeah, that's it. Game over. We lose 3-1. to one. Uh, one of those matches that you really want to just crumple up and throw into the garbage, and uh, you hope you get to play again soon. The coffin was that Fenerbahce scored in the last minute of their game while we were well, watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there in a moment. Uh, one, one bit of bad news at a time. Um, but so yeah, our match is finished. We've lost um, just by two goals. So um, big picture. That in and of itself isn't bad. Um, I don't know. You have any final notes before we like dig in? We're still in first place. Yeah, that's, that's the notes. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Oh. Um. <sighs> yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. That was a terrible... One of our worst performances of the season. And again, like... Obviously, we're very limited by... Ruster issues and all that. But, uh, just, you, you know, this gave you a sour taste. And it's not like it really matters that much in the big picture. I mean, it could obviously matter. But hopefully it doesn't. Uh, it's more just like we hoped to have a smooth... You know, maybe, a, maybe lock things up this weekend. Feel extra good. Um, not have to worry anymore. We hoped... Uh, and obviously now we have to do some more worrying, you know, Tuesday. I mean, the good news, though, is that we play on Tuesday. And I think this is one of those matches where, aside from throwing in the garbage, you really want to get back out there immediately and put it behind you. Not just mentally, but physically, you know what I mean? Um, so hopefully have, they have that mentality on Tuesday. Uh, and obviously we should, I suppose, mention that Besiktas 
is hosting Fatih Kara Gumruk on Tuesday, May 11th, uh, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the East Coast of the U.S. Um, check your local listings, as always. Evran. Now, uh, let's talk about what else was happening during this match. Uh, Fenerbahce was level. In fact, they were down for quite a bit of the match, No. Yeah, I think they were down 1-0 in, in like the fourth or third minute. And then right before halftime, it was on to unequalized. And then 90 plus 6, they found the game winner in Ankur Guju, So, And there's a lot of questions, supposedly, as to how they got seven minutes of extra time to begin with. Um, whatever, though, we're not going to do the whole conspiracy thing. Let's focus instead on the fact that they struggled, apparently, mightily with Ankur Guju. Um, Alper Potuk, I think, is fun to, to note. He almost bit them in the bo- the bottom. Um, but so, yeah, Fenerbahce closed the gap further. Uh, they're two points back. Galatasaray is now three points back. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about that one more time before we're done. Let's talk stats, everyone. What, what do you have for us today? I mean, well, look at them. Uh, so, stats aren't great. Uh, we had 60% possession. Um, less shots. Less XG. <laughs> less everything. Uh, XG-wise, they had 1.7. hit 1.1. That's with a penalty each. So, take out penalties, it's like 0.9 to 0.4. Um, not really the uh, the best game. Individually on on our side, uh, Gazal had a decent game. Two chances created as well as the offside goal. Um, he didn't complete any of his dribbles. Um, he won three tackles though, which is kind of really good for you know. Mr. Gazal Joseph had a pretty good game also. He won 12 out of 17 duels, which is you know. He always eats up. He had four tackles. Um, he completed two dribbles and had ten recoveries and two interceptions. Uh, he definitely worked his socks off, but after the yellow card, you know, he had to he had to relax a little bit. And then I thought Rosier was decent. He had that one um, incredible dribbling run where Marcao got booked, um, but he was a little quiet in the second half and didn't have any key passes. Um, of note, he was coming off of a really, really good match against Hatai. He, he was, in particular, yeah. very well rated. Um, I mean, other than that, uh, I wouldn't say anyone was really standout. Um, I guess, if you want to say, Lyage was quiet. Um, he entered two duels the entire match, uh, which is not a lot. Uh, which I don't think was all his fault, but yeah, he was definitely not heavily involved to get Contero was the same. Um, and his rating one, will be affected by the fact that he came out in the 70th minute, too. Yeah, and then get kind of only won one duel, um, and he was very active in the previous games when he was fit, so. Um, that's, that's all I got for today. Yeah, and so, I mean, I guess we can confirm that, that uh, Gokantore was taken out for sort of precautionary measures. Um, so, no fear. He's not injured. Yeah, he should be able to feature again in this upcoming match. 
Hopefully he'll be able to run here. <laughs> um, let's talk about our, our matches here. So, Besiktas has, as I said, Fatih Karagumruk on May 11th, Tuesday, real soon. Um, and then, of course, just a few days later on Saturday, our final match on the road in Izmir, Gustepe, will be hosting us in their new stadium. Um, some snarky individual said, we've never beaten them in their new stadium. Uh, which is true because we've played them once <laughs> in their new stadium. Um, I think it wasn't Abja the coach. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a jerky comment. Come on. 0 for 1, I think. Uh, <laughs> the odds aren't that steep. It's not like a hollowed ground, like, you know, where we've historically struggled. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, two absolutely vital games, but neither Fatih Karagumruk nor Guztepe. Uh, has really anything to play for other than you know self-respect, of course. And you know all their players will always want to show up and have good performances against the big three, so they can maybe get a, a contract with a bigger club like us, perhaps. Um, do you have any notes about Fatih Karagumruk's sort of interesting project and this this new manager, this Italian dude? I don't know who's like what's going on, but they they have an Italian thing going on. Um, their co- I'm their not coach sure. is like a young dude, right? Yeah, he's 31 years old. He's he's a youngster. Um, I think that's got to be like the youngest, like like um, head coach in the Turkish league that I've ever seen. No doubt, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, he was the assistant coach at Alanya with Chada Shatan, uh, our old assistant coach, and then he was the assistant coach at Sassuolo also before this was his first head coaching job. Um, in the last two games, they've Wild. lost 5-1 and yeah. won 5-1. I mean, uh, we'll on the road in Konya, shows up. on the road in Konya, which is historically difficult, but they lost 5-1. to one. And then, yeah, and then they, they faced relegation, uh, threatened Gensler and won 5-1, to one, which is, uh, you'd think that would be the harder of the two matches for them. So, uh, weird. Uh, hopefully they don't bring too much of that energy into this match. I guess we just defeated Hatay 7-0 and obviously struggled to carry that form into this match, so hopefully that's like a, a good omen. Uh, we've set the precedent there. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, stay tuned, obviously. We'll be back after our match on Tuesday, hopefully in better spirits. Um, stay tuned after the beep, hashtag after the beep. Our guy Emre, the, the Southern Eagle, is back with more more notes. He's probably going to do more of the uh, the traditional um, the stuff you'd, you'd hear on Twitter as far as talking about refs and stuff. So uh, for anyone really upset about that stuff, stay tuned for that at, at the back end of the episode, as per usual. Um, any final notes, Efron? What do you got to say? Um, I desperately miss Abubakar. Um, please, please play again. Oh, that's and that's, um, that's worthy of noting. Uh, Hudu, it sounds like we'll probably be back. Uh, but Abubakar sounds like will not be back, huh? Uh, at least for the Kadu game. I don't think they confirmed for the whole season with Abubakar. Um, certainly for next game, I, I saw Okuda started training, but he was only running as far as I know. He wasn't training. Well, cross your I fingers, could. folks. <sighs> I'm nervous, but only because of, like, you know what's at stake uh, at the same time like these are these are both winnable matches you'd think we could get it done 
Uh, really hope so. I mean, and the, the other thing that's of note too is Fener is playing uh, Sivas, which will be tough for them. I mean, our opponents could drop points too, right? It's the Super League. Uh, I don't think Gala has hard games left. Like they're playing yeah. like Denizis for. Yeah, I don't. They're already relegated, but Fenerbahce has a, a bit much bigger chance to drop points. But like I said, just like we have the the threat of guys just wanting to perform, to sort of perform well on a on a stage, that that obviously exists for both Fener and Galatasaray too. So you never know. I, I have no faith in Denizis for him. That's your, uh, your family's club. <laughs> uh, anyway, as always, follow us on Twitter, uh, Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Don't follow Evron. <laughs> He's not interested. Um, follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles podcast, one word. Uh, like I said, stay tuned for the hashtag after the beep with our guy Emre. And as always... Let's go, Benjamin Tash! Come on, man! Two more matches, we can do this! We just need four points! We can even afford to drop two points. So just just give me four points! I mean, give me six, actually, no. Let's not screw around. Give me six points. No fooling around, boys. Um, yeah. One more time for the back. Let's go, Benjamin Good evening, or good morning, or good day. It was a tough game for us, I must say. Talk about some, not only statistics, I'm not going to touch the statistics. Probably you guys will hear that from Sinan. Um, but I want to talk about a little bit of side of the game. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it is very difficult to escape from Galatasaray's stadium and somehow that game is always planned to be put in the second half of the season and just two, three games before end of the season. And even you bring there with your full squad, uh, somehow the refs, fans, something happens and Beshtash usually struggles there. And today, second half, what the side referee Bahatin Duran did on Atiba's ball, when I watched the Turkish retired referee's comments about him, when you do not see the position, you cannot play guesstimate. Don't open uh, probably his art option and just flag it. Today there is a video assistance referee. If something was coming up from there, the video assistant referee will decide if the ball was out or not. He was not on his line and from there he flagged it. Atiba went furious 
and our manager Sergei Alchin after the game said that side referee should be a superman because he was not on the line but he flagged it he was a very good ref he said and that position is important because after he flagged there and starting from that position in 30-35 seconds later Galatasaray scored the third goal and that, that third goal pulled the flag on Besiktas um, I do not believe many Besiktas fans put the three points away Galatasaray game but I was curious if he could have played a little bit more defensive because Galatasaray was the hunger team they needed to win and uh, the first goal the Babel scored uh, they caught us uh, off guard and we were not give that kind of opportunities to teams when we are playing away when we pl play against arch rivalry and uh, playing with the five points cushion six points cushion i mean we should score that kind of goals not them when the game was zero zero i think that was the only thing i would complain to manager sergey Yalchin. but however i cannot say much of team too i mean galatasaray had much wider options for his bench to sub we are subbing only three same players none of them is a, have any striker capacities i mean when i saw dorukan playing on the left wing then somehow went to right wing and that that summed up the whole game so we have one week in one week we will play two games when we win against karabük uh, Karagümrük, I believe on Tuesday or Wednesday, that should uh, almost seal the things. Because if we win one game, uh, probably Galatasaray will lose all the hopes. They will be completely out of the picture and we will have only Fenerbahce. And when we go to Izmir, my hometown, uh, when we get a draw from Göztepe game, that will bring the championship. What I had tweeted uh, before the game today, I was actually more concerned about the ref than the, what Galatasaray will do, because I was scared this uh, world-famous Junaid Çakır uh, could have actually suspended more Beşiktaş players prior to our last two games. I mean, you saw the bench again. Our uh, third goalkeeper, 16, 17-year-old Emre, was on the bench to complete the 18 squad. Another five was uh, were all the youngsters, and we only lost Atiba with the, another yellow card suspended for the next game. And uh, we survived. That, let's say it that way. I mean, the whole run requires a strategy, requires a planning. I mean, we build this uh, points cushion to use this kind of days. And Fenerbahce barely survived. They were almost getting draw in Ankara. And uh, there's no guarantee that they will win the Sivas game when they play next time we play against Karagümrük. Here, there's no competition with us and Galatasaray. I don't think they will be able to catch to us if we win the next game. But the Fenerbahce, if they stumble upon on the Sivas sport, it's odd too. And then we might declare championship on midweek too. 
we never done that before that will be first time and the sad thing is I've seen some videos the there were some crowd in the telecom stadium and they kept swearing and chanting against Sergei Yalçın and Beşiktaş non-stop in the whole game that is sad anyhow so one derby goes and we we lost three points we lost Atiba hopefully we didn't lose any confidence I have full uh, belief belief in this team and they are going to bring the championship well-deserved championship 2021 season to Besiktas so have a nice evening all the best Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program <laughs>